Hello, I am Chuck Landington welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. The New York City Ebola patient spent one night this week bowling in Williamsburg. Come on everybody, say it with me. Ebola Raba. Ebola Raba. Ebola Raba. Here's the show. Ebola Raba. Ebola Raba. Ebola Raba. Don't even joke, people. I don't have Ebola. Wait, though. He's in the same room as us. Does that yeah. mean Ebola all, all of us? No. I got to tell you, when that news came out, just in case you don't live in New York or haven't watched CNN the last few days, yeah. uh, a doctor came back from Africa right. who, who's been treating Ebola patients, and he's been regularly uh, checking his temperature to make sure he doesn't have a fever. Anyway, Rectal so thermometer? Uh, I, th- there's no reports. So Sir, you don't have crucial. Ebola anymore. I need to st- keep taking yeah. my temperature it- anally. But uh, <laughs> so he decided one night to go bowling, uh-huh. Ebola, Ebowling right. in Williamsburg, not too far from where I live, and actually way closer to where Noah used to live. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he took the same train that I take every day, and I was like, "Okay, we're all gonna die from Ebola." But then right. I actually looked it up, oh, and boy. no, it's not. It's well, all mass hysteria. If he shits on the pole somehow, and then you touch it with an open sore, you could. Well, get not Ebola. even. Yeah, but also he has to be mud, he has to be further along in his. Oh, okay. So he, even if he shat on a pole, he has to be in his He's third still fine. If I, if I touched his feces with an open sore, even with, with an open sore, I feel like yes. I would be fine. Good. I would be treatable. Awesome. But yeah, that's I feel like that's the hysteria now. Like Whatever happens everyone to has SARS. Ebola. Remember SARS. when SARS yeah. was, SARS was the thing? It's yeah. so 10 years ago. Mad West cow Nile. disease. Yeah. Do you know the birds uh, can actually get herpes? What? They call it chirpies. But it's, it's a canarial <laughs> disease, but it's tweetable. Oh, oh, God. It's oh my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's our show, folks. Thank you for tuning in to the Metal Ejection Livecast. Shortest episode ever. Mr. Wrestling 2 is in the chat. Oh, wonderful. And wants to know what diseases you get when you touch the toenail clippings of Asians on the subway. Oh. SARS, wasn't it SARS? Ebola. The, whatever the disease of the week yeah. is, we'll go with that. No, but obviously it's not a contagious Yellow fever. It's yeah, not a, it, it is contagious, but when it's, it's further, when it's much further along. And he no, was, it's, it's very low on the contagion uh, scale, though. It's very hard to get Ebola, r- from, even when someone is far along. No, I think when you're far along, you're very. Con- it's very. It's extremely it's, contagious. No, it's not. It's, it's just. Not it, would, it would just. Yeah, it's not airborne. That's the thing. There has to be some transfer of of body fluids, which is very hard to do. You're not yeah. going to get that off the train or anything. Yeah, no, unless you're sitting next well, to. Unless, uh, unless someone spits. Yeah, there has exactly. been. Rob likes to relax on the train. What? What? There's <laughs> been um, a condom on the F train that's oh, been tied uh, on to like a filled condom. That's it's been still there. Like, there it's there. probably not there by now. But Who it was there for quite a long time. Who, what portion? At least my question is: the, these trains are supposed to get checked like on a daily basis and cleaned. Who, who's been leaving, seeing that, well, and not dealing with? Well, it? maybe that picture got taken it. immediately after it was put up, though. No, but someone then someone else had like a picture from three weeks previous. Oh, really? Wait, yeah. We should say for the listeners there on the New York City subway there yeah. was a filled condom. I guess like with tied cum. around like an arm yeah. rest or whatever. Was it with cum? Yeah, it was definitely yeah. was confirmed yeah, was with cum. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, At least that's or how some sort it. of white liquid. It could have been yeah. lube or something. Or Ovaltine. Or, yeah. <laughs> Nestle Quick. You know, somebody, the conductor just left it there if he got thirsty during his route. Yeah. 
Well, do we know that oh, it was someone the- just posted a link three weeks later? Yeah, that's F- what Con yeah. is still fucking there. Do we know who wants that? Like those uh, poor MTA workers, they probably don't get enough paid enough money. To- they have gloves. Like, come on, just fucking snip it off into a bag and done. But do we know that was the same condom? It could I mean, be. A, it could be a, a condom bandit yeah, who was yeah. just having sex late night on the F train. Why is he con- maybe just jerking off into a condom? Or it could have that's been true. a. You know that he's having sex. Well, he's having sex. With Someone himself. willing to do. Yeah, if you're willing to friggin' leave condoms on the train, maybe you're not so good at finding partners. That's true. So you just. Whacking it in the middle of the night on the train, or whacking or just it impulsive. And you you don't want to. You're like, all right, let's go back to my place. You're on the train, and you're just like, ah, I can't wait. I want to fuck you now. I see condoms on the street all the time around here. Have do you, you ever? Do you yeah. really? Interesting. Yeah, like around Third Avenue. Filled condoms. Um, they look pretty used. Well, there's lots of bars in the area, so yeah, I guess people meet up and then just hide between between two cars and just do it. Hump a little bit. So maybe it was a copycat uh, condom uh, guy. Yeah. And the guy copied the first one. And maybe. Just threw another yeah. condom bag up there. It's hard really, really to tell. Just as long as they keep it on the F train, I'm fine with that because ah. I don't take that train. Okay. Rob takes that train, though. I don't well, I don't really take it. I take the L. I mean, that's my main train. He just hops on for one stop to make a deposit and then he gets on. <laughs> <laughs> I could never do it on the train. It's not comfortable. No, you do it at home and then you bring the condom with you. You well, pocket that's, it. That's, a, that's, that's unreasonable. And then that's, tie it. That's very impractical to yeah. carry a condom. Yeah, what, what am I just carrying it on the street? Everyone sees me In your pocket. In your pocket. It's tied off. It's, oh, you tie it off. Yeah. So then I double tie it? I, in the tra- if it's already tied, how do I tie it? Are you it saying you tie the knot so it won't spill and yeah. then when you get to the train you tie it around yeah. the so pole. I double there's a double knot no there's it's a knots. single knot to close it and then you go right. then why am I like yeah. giving the <laughs> instructions to put a yeah com- you know a, an condom. awful lot about this Darren uh, well I, I know about tying knots uh, I don't know with about, condoms no yeah. no <laughs> all the procedures he had, he, it sounded pretty legit when, he, <laughs> I when mean, you were talking about it it's since backing me up going yeah 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 he's <laughs> <laughs> backing you up into a corner I hope I hope Mayor de Blasio is listening Oh, all right. I surrender. You got me. You found me out. Condom CSI. Anyone who would make that bird flu joke from before is clearly a deranged individual who would also tie a condom to a subway. You got me. Uh, we have a phone number, 646-929-1357. We have a caller on the line right now, 562. You're on the live cast. Hey, guys, it's Mario from California. Man, Mario, you waste no time getting on the podcast. Now, we have a new voicemail set up uh, for the last few weeks. It's been a bit inactive until I noticed a few days ago you drunk voicemailed us a bunch of voicemails. Yeah, I did. Do you want to explain them before we play them, or should we just play them and then talk to you? Uh, if you want, you guys play them because I don't really remember them. <laughs> All right. <Nice. laughs> All right. Let me let me cue up these voicemails. You can leave a voicemail for us if you just go to metalinjection.net slash livecast and right. leave the voicemail. Here's the first one. Jerk. Had to get that in there. <laughs> wow, Mario, your Russian is perfect. It doesn't matter today. <laughs> wow. That was great. <laughs> All right, here's here's his, here's his first one. 
It's 20 seconds. Guys, Mario, California. I'm drunk right now. I'm fucking love life cast and shit. Yeah, I'm at a bar. I hope you can hear me. <laughs> That's the first one. Oh, no. This one is. This one's only ten seconds. Mama Raba, Mama Raba, Mama Raba, Mama Raba. It's the most limp Mama Raba in history of this show. It's like right after he puked. And then this is the big one. This is the uh, one. This is like the one where like. Oh my God, it's over a minute. It's over a minute and it's like, I love you guys. Here we go. Oh no. I'm I'm drunk and I want to do some shit for a life cast and fucking fuck. Noah, sexy, beautiful, awesome hostess. Oh, oh, hostess. Rob, I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but you're fucking awesome anyway. <laughs> you your fucking hair. Uh, 3D, Mr. Darren Delgado. And you got the awesome sound effects. You're fucking hilarious as a man. As <laughs> Sydney. Not as a woman. I don't know what Sydney's doing. But Sid, I fucking love you anyway. Aw, he doesn't know Yeah. Uh, maybe I shouldn't drink very much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should drink all the time. Yes. How old are you, Mario? I don't. Thirteen. I'm twenty-two. I'm about to turn twenty-three okay. next month. And what was that chopper noise? Were you under? A, was there a police chase going on or something? I think I was standing outside of the bar at that point. <laughs> so um, it was probably a chopper overhead. What was the occasion that you were out drinking? Friday. It was a Friday night, and I was off of work. <laughs> This is Mario here. We've got a uh, clog up on the BQE going northbound. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Uh, oh, God. I like Pee Herman when you play that laugh. So did you go to the bar on your own? Yeah, I went on my own, but then later on, one of my friends stopped by. Okay. And he was like, well, what have you been doing? You're like, oh, leaving drunk voicemails for the mm-hmm. live cast. Doing traffic reports, nothing <laughs> special. <laughs> well, I'm glad you guys weren't on the air at that time because I probably would have called in. You I, called in I, now, I'm a drunk so. caller and a drunk texter. <laughs> How about you put the phone down, go knock back a six-pack, and then call us back? Yeah. 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 That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> Do it. Or play a drinking game. Uh, Do it. Mr. Wrestling uh, 2 in the chat uh, says... That everyone should leave a Mama Raba chant on and the then, Oh my God. And then we play them all simultaneously. <laughs> yes! Yeah. And I that like becomes it. all of our ringtones. I like this <laughs> Forever. Idea. Yes. That'll be my ringtone when my mom uh, calls. Just every all the live cast fans oh. chanting Mama Raba. Mama Raba. Okay, or we'll you can. Mama Raba. Or you can put in one of those Christmas cards where you can record your own message. <laughs> that would be a truly international Mama Raba. We have people on every continent yeah. listening yeah. to this show. Yeah, and you could leave a voicemail from your computer, by the way. You don't even have to uh, 
do anything. You just well, you like, to, if you have, you have to have a mic on your computer, which I mean, come on, <laughs> and you have to you have to actually do it. You don't say you have to don't have to do anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah you don't got to do anything. <laughs> it just happens. Does you have to open your mouth and push air through your esophagus. <laughs> yeah, and think of something to do or say. Well, we told them what to do. We, they don't have to think. They just go ma ma ra ba. Yeah, that's right. If you want to say other stuff after that, then that's also nice. Like introduce yourself or something. Sure. Does Mama Raba know that her name is Mama Raba? Mama Raba does not. Doesn't she listen? I thought she listens. Oh, his dad no, listens. No, my dad yeah, Papa Raba listens. Papa Raba listens and then uh, exaggerates all the things we, we talk about. But he's never told her that Mama she's Raba. Mama Raba? No. Does, does he call you Raba when he talks no, to you? No, he doesn't. That would be so awesome. My mom, I just gave my mom an old iMac. Uh-huh. And uh, she's never used a computer before, and my dad has never used a Mac before, and he's like trying to show her how to use it. Oh, and boy. so I'll get calls to just do the most basic tech support. Like today, it was like, "Hey, how do I? How do we add a bookmark in, in Safari?" Robert, how do I copy and paste? Robert. Well, what's funny is like yesterday, my dad called me and was like, hey, how do I open up a new window in the browser? Uh And I was just like, well, you know how in Windows, everything is like control, like control N would be a new window, control C would be copy. Everything on a Mac is the same, but command. So whatever would be control on a window would be command. And so so I was like, you know, like control N is a new window. He's like, no, I don't know. Like, what do you mean you don't know? How do you, how do you open a, a window? He's well, like, oh, well, I right-click on Explorer, and I click New Window. That's what I do. And I was like, oh, okay. So, okay, okay, okay. That Rob doesn't so- own a mouse. That's the problem. I do own the mouse, but I try to use it as a... The mouse is an old country way. Yeah, it's, very, it's very old country way. His Gypsies other hand is busy. So then I had to like be like, all right, go f- like find the menu. He's like, where's the menu? I don't see it. I was like, you see where it says File? At the very top, very, very top. It just... It was the the parent has become the child. Robert, where is the little paperclip guy? I don't understand. <laughs> Where's Bob? <laughs> I need Bob to help me. Is Bob the name of the paperclip guy? Yeah. I never knew that. I didn't know that either. Microsoft Bob. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> I remember as paperclippy guy. I think it was an acronym for something. I, I forgot what it was. For paperclip guy. <laughs> All right, Mario. Thank you for calling, unless you have uh, something else to uh, Actually, I kind of do... Um, I was originally calling in to get some advice from you guys. About what? Are you sure you want to do that to yourself? <laughs> um, it's pretty much about whether or not I should fuck a chick or not. Sure. Go ahead. That's it. That's our answer. Sure. sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. Oh, what? no, no. I what's mean, the... What's the no, conundrum? that's definitely not my answer. It really depends on a lot she of She has uh, Ebola. Factors. Just don't it's leave not. the condom on a subway train. Yeah, Otherwise please. <laughs> At least in New York, don't do it. So we don't have to deal with it. Go ahead. What's the situation, right. please? Okay, well, this is a girl that I knew when I was probably 13 years old. Uh, how old is she? And then I... Uh, she's currently my age as well. She's okay. 23. And... um. She, uh, apparently she used to like me and then recently she started talking to me mm-hmm. and, you know, things kind of got a bit dirty by a bit. I mean, a lot. So what, and, what, what um, does that mean? Dirty? Yeah, what is, what does it mean? She, did she Sex blow down. you? No, did I think you mean she's in talking. Not. Well, she's currently out of state on a trip, I guess, uh-huh. but she's talking that when she comes back next month, like 
me and her are basically going to hook up a lot. And she's uh, basically put everything on the table, like all holes on the table. <laughs> oh, right. oh, I see. Okay. okay I'm a little so slow. Go I'm ahead. waiting for the problem. She's married. She looks like Greg the Hammer Valentine. That's the first. She's married. Oh. Well, is she going to get divorced or this is like she wants to cheat on her husband? How much bigger is her husband than you? Uh, Hold on. I don't question. really know. I don't know her husband. Uh, let's never, go. We're, okay, so you've never met her husband. That's good. That's good. That doesn't give you a face to right. the problem. We're barraging him with questions, I feel. Yeah, so I'm, hold on. Is she is she planning on divorcing this guy, or she just wants to have an extramarital affair? She wants to have an affair. Oh. Okay, and you don't, and you're okay. Are you okay with just being like side cock? Just having sex with her There's with no emotional attachment. With as much as she's offering, yeah. You're okay with that. So ultimately, you want to have sex with her. You just, the the morality that, that's going into it of like, right. is what's stopping you, is what you're saying. I think that uh, that's yeah. honorable of you. and that That's you very should, honorable, but you should ignore it. Just go for it. No, what does she look like? I don't agree with that. <laughs> what does she look like? Is she attractive? Oh, yeah. She's fucking hot. Um, so look, it's not. She sent me pictures. She sent you pictures. Or that? Like, nu- like, yeah, like nudie pictures. pictures. You want to link in the like chat? I got pictures of her no, same. Link, can, link the pics in the titty pictures. Something. If I could, I would. I can't get to the chat on the iPhone. Mm. I don't have a okay, computer. So just you email, don't have a email computer? me the photo. Does she know you don't even have a computer? No, he's just on the phone. Oh. But he's no. After dark. <laughs> Okay, well, here's the thing. Like, you're not, you're not, like, necessarily on, have, doing anything wrong by question. by sleeping with her, I feel. She's the one cheating on her husband, not you. Well, are you 100% sure that her husband is not involved in this? Like, they don't have, like, some weird kinky thing where he likes to watch her do other dudes? Well, I talked to her about it, and apparently they're in an open relationship. Oh, okay. So he might show up. So... Oh, it's different then. No, no, of course. Course. I mean, he's not gonna. He's not gonna be in the state. Oh, is she? She might be full of shit, though. She just yeah. Wants to have sex. But with hey, somebody. that that make, puts you in the clear. That I agree with Rob. I you, feel like you have no yeah. moral. Once she tells you that she's in an open relationship, you have no moral obligation to worry about you know hurting the guy's feelings or anything. Yeah, or breaching trust, especially if you're saying yeah. she's really hot and seemingly yeah. horny to get down. No just, kids, right? Yeah. No kids. Just use yeah. a condom. Yeah. Um, use a definitely, oh, definitely, yeah. definitely condom. Go onto your Facebook Messenger, Rob. I'm going to send you a picture of her tip. Ooh. All right. What? <laughs> All right. You, can can I just say something I'm here? here? You're really fucking the chat right now because they're like... Whatever. Fuck them. No, I, I'll, I don't I'll, care. I'll, I'm just I'll, I'll post oh, it in the chat. It. Oh, okay. All right. I would... Yeah, he can go ahead and put it in the chat. I would do it if, yeah. if I could. There, I'm here. I'm here on I the message. Oh what about a face pic? Could we I get that? I think... Ah. Oh wow! Oh, a little Snapchat. Yeah, there's some nice, some nice tatas. Those are young. Could, could you rotate that so it's the proper orientation? Rob? <laughs> Sid's like getting all in position now. Can you? I will rotate it and then upload it, <laughs> just so our fans. And this is if you're listening to the archive, this is exactly why you need to listen live. Robert, how do you Photoshop? Those are quite nice. 
Now, is they there are. a face pick or no? Is that or is that coming next? What was that? A pick of her face? <laughs> no, don't send one. a pick of her face. Why not? I mean, you you don't have us. to. Oh, yeah, I want to see we won't, it. We won't share that one, though. She'll sue us. No, tits are all you get. Oh. <laughs> some friend you are. I want to read a, uh, <laughs> a comment that Super Nintendo said here. So basically, there's no real problem. He's just calling in to brag. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's Maybe true. just a tiny bit. Uh, Mr. But, Wrestling 2 says, yeah. any twat shots? That's not. That's, yeah, that's, uh, that's uncouth. Some Come on. spread butt. Come on. If, did, has she shown you all the places where she's going to let you do her? Well, how did that situation happen? We just spread what? her cheeks and showed it and then stopped? In the picture. Oh, in the picture. Yeah. I thought you meant like she's in front no, of her just with like her, her cornhole spread out. There's nothing Maybe wrong with that. that? Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it if something's going in there eventually. Eventually. Just Why? To, just, or out. Just flaunting it. But she just opens it and that, that's it. Close for business and yeah. then you walk away? No, you don't say close for business. You just tease them like, hey, don't you? Maybe don't she... You, don't you want, you want, to, want to lick this? She had a really heavy dinner that night so she was just like eventually you're gonna get, get no. in here but tonight there's it's you don't tease crimp. it when you think you're gonna poop a little white feel, castle you don't feel very sexy yeah. with the butt if you're if Maybe you this poop. girl's clearly a filthy whore she doesn't care she's into the scat play <laughs> whatever we don't know that she's a filthy whore. She's a tub girl. Really? What? Why? I think, I think we know she's, she's very sexual. Whore. You are going to fuck tub girl? If they're in an open relationship and the husband then is cool with her sleeping but then, with other guys. Okay, so then her and the husband are both filthy whores. Why are they filthy whores? Because they're in an open relationship. What's your definition <laughs> of a filthy whore? If you're in an open relationship, period. <laughs> but what if you're why, what's wrong with that? <laughs> Just, How is that any different than if you're... Because why are you even <laughs> fucking married at that point? Because she's why, 23 why? years old. So and also, also, why is marriage mm. just defined by having sex with one person? There's other yes, ways. Say, that's but to that's be like one of the first things. That's exactly what. That's yeah. exactly what marriage is. Said, says who? <laughs> the church. God, Rob. The ch- fuck. Well, fuck you, at the guy. Why are you marrying them though? If you, yeah, you want to be with other people for companionship. She's it's not like for companionship. It's not like she's gonna be in love. With these other people, she's merely who, having sex with them. Who wouldn't love marrying? That's not for me. I He's a delight. Well, that's not for you. I'm not saying everyone should do it. There's Don't nothing wrong me, if somebody uh, <laughs> should do it. I mean, you're right. My, I'm Mario. sorry. My, my Could you make should... us a promise that whenever you close the deal with this chick, you leave us a voicemail while she's in the room? <laughs> like afterwards? Just like immediately after you come, you're like, wait, like hold on. I have to, I, I, this is important. I have to call. And then like the voicemail is just like, the deed is done. And then, and then, and then you, like, like as her. you as you hang up, you just hear her going, "What? No, no, no! We need her talking too." Oh yeah, you need to say <laughs> how she's doing. Now, now, when you I'll come, do I you laugh do. like you do when you're on the phone with us? That's a yes. That's a yes. No, I don't. But that would be oh, funny. <laughs> I'm coming! I'm coming! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, oh, trying to get you to laugh. Say it, do it. Oh, I think you will now. All right. Even if you didn't used to, you will now. So you're welcome for that. We're sorry. Those are nice. Though. Oh my god. So still arguing the Darren, did you get a look at the boobs? Yes, I did. Okay. So, no, did you get a look? Yes. Okay. Good. So Mario, did you get the advice that you were looking for? I think I have. He, he, listen, he I didn't want I did, advice. Uh, he wanted to say I'm banging abroad and she's gonna let me fuck her in the ass. That was his call. All right, we got we got another call, Mario. So we're gonna let you go. We'll, right, I'll Mario. put you on hold so you can still listen. And 23 is a good age okay. to 
get a you. chick in the ass. You don't yeah, want definitely, to, definitely banger. Yeah, do Kiss, a rimmer. You don't want the distended colon. Yeah, you don't want like once it's like brown from all the poops that she's taking. Ah! It's too late. You want to get it while it's still fairly ah, clean. No. You, there's always bleaching. You can do do anal, bleach. anal bleaching. <laughs> It exists. <laughs> How, what age do you get Come the brown? On, uh, what you, whatever you would just. Saying. I'm gonna say that like 30 is the 30. No, my girlfriend's over 30 and does not have any. But she's all she brown. An... How do? You, how can you tell the difference? <laughs> Trust me, there's no, there's no shit back there. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm not saying there's actual like dingleberries. There's no fecal like from forever crust. It's light though. It's <laughs> you know, it's one solid color. Yeah, she's got a beautiful, fantastic asshole. That's not. Yeah, that's. That's a drop. <laughs> Someone. She has got a stellar, stellarly clean body in, uh, in every way. I'm not saying it's unclean. I'm just saying from apple. years of it, there's that's so unclean. Much clean. Is that, is that I how think your asshole mistaken. looks? I don't is look at my brown? asshole. I've never that, taken a mirror. Said, go look right now. Go in the mirror. Right. There's I'm, a mirror right I'm there. I'm terrified <laughs> of what I would go see. Go bend there's over. No, it's not going to happen. Spread your cheeks in Your wife's over 30. Does she have stuff going on back there? I don't check. <laughs> when when we got together, and the, but then once she turned thirty, that stopped. Okay, you stopped getting together. Oh, no, you stopped, I you stopped, stopped looking at her ass. Yeah, butt stuff stopped. Oh, I'm a married woman, Sid. You are. That's a drop <laughs> too, right there. That's a good one. I know it's me imitating your wife. Well, it's a drop. Uh, yeah, we don't need context on this show. <laughs> what did you get married, Robin? How come we weren't invited? <laughs> no, I'm not a married woman. I am a man. I am a cis man. Damn it! Which one, what does cis mean again? Cis means you were born. Like cis is no, the opposite of trans. No, cis means you you act in the gender role that you were born in. Right. Yeah. And my yeah. You act as a man and you're born as. And a man. I was born. It's yeah. debatable. I cis is what the Orthodox men wear. That's cis. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense now. Close. Close. <laughs> Ah. Rob is a mezuzah sexual. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, the mezuzah doesn't go towards the top of the door, so in that way, it doesn't make sense. He's a top. He's a top. He's a mezuzah top. <laughs> mezuzah, he hardly knew her. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know how this started in the chat, but they're now saying Rabba Godla. <laughs> oh, that's oh, Frank well, is that's my wife. Because they're married. That's right. I mean, I'm Frank's wife in this scenario. <laughs> yeah. it, it rhymes yeah. though. Rabba Godla. Rabba Godla. Rabba Godla. I feel I would keep my name if I. <laughs> if you on, married man. Frank. If I married Frank, yeah. Paz Padla. Paz Padla. Padla is a dirty word in Russian. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. There's something uh, in the air. It's, it's all that pizza we ate before. You should hyphenate. <sighs> all right, Mario. We're going to go to our Austin caller. Thank you. Thank you for the good laughs. Okay. Thank you, guys. We'll leave you on hold. Uh, hello, Austin. Ed Godless. I'm calling you guys from the Housecore Festival. Oh, hello, Godless. And I feel like I. I feel like I should just slowly back out out of the room because I, I have nothing to add to the conversation you've been having. I apologize. Do you it's think okay. Godless is from, hold on? Uh, Godless is from the Metal Sucks podcast. Correct. You uninitiated. Well, what were you going to say, Sid? Do you think Mario should have sex with the married lady? I don't know if you heard that part. Well, no. See, I caught the whole part about whether she's got uh, poop in the back door yeah, or no. not. No. So the question, Mario called in and he said that uh, uh, this woman who is who is married but in an open relationship, but in an open relationship, wants to have sex with him and he's unsure if he should go through. And with she's it. made all holes available to him. Is his claim? 
Well, has he confirmed the open relationship, or is he just going on her say so? Going on, he, he never met the husband. Well, I think her say so is enough. Yeah, he like what is he, he does, I'm going to need a signed form from your your husband. Yeah, I mean, he got lawyers it. involved. Yeah, no. I would think that if it's truly open, like like he's going to have no problem. Yeah. Oh yeah. Go right ahead. You know. I mean, it may cause problems down the road when the guy, if she's lying and the guy finds out, but that's not his response. Yeah, and also the guy's not in town for the next month, so she's good. Exactly. That's a, that's the insurance policy. I'd rather like find out before I bang her whether it's truly uh, an open relationship rather than say, after. If if he had if she he had asked her, "Are you in a happy marriage?" and she said no, and he's jealous, then I would say stay away from that. It'd be a completely different situation. Yeah. What if he has the husband send him a dick pic? As proof that they're in an open relationship. <laughs> how how would that? It's like every. It's all good, dude. Here you go. What if this? It's all good, dude. Here's my, my dick. My boner says this is okay. That could have a double That's also purpose, a drop. though, because if there's a ring of shit around it, then oh, you know well. what her ass situation. Is. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you do, you, do you guys have like that ring that around the dick that looks like you got shit around it, but it's not really. It's just like a natural ring. That's what Sid. I think that's what Sid that? is referencing. Yeah. I have a ring around yeah. where they um, where they cut me off. They Wait, what do you on your penis. When I'm refer- what, what do you mean? That's what I'm referencing. Wasn't that what you were? How, no, how it you're was Darren the, that said it. The older you get, uh, oh. you, you have that brown. Yeah, but um, I'm talking about on a, on the butthole. That's what he's talking about. No, he's talking about the, on your penis. Wait, where you were circumcised on the penis? Yeah. Oh, on the penis. My skin Wait, is lighter yeah, like, where, like, in the head, like on the shaft. Oh, it's sli- like for me, it's slightly. It's a mine, little more red. No, mine is way lighter. My, you have a red dick. It's not super red. He's, he's like a dog. It's redder. The, ba- the base of my cock is... not that Come on. It's, it's like Bruno. It's like I'm skin red. You guys know I'm oh, I have a beautiful penis. Got a little and lipstick dog cock with the red head that pops no! up. That's, that's everybody's standing in line here. Hold on, hold on, Godless. We're, we're going to need you to... No. We kind of got off on a tangent. Say that again from the top. I said, I'm standing in line for this Randy Blythe interview uh-huh. at House Court. They just opened the doors, and everybody's just standing here listening to me talk to you guys. So, <laughs> wear a uh, harness. You know, let them know. Kudos, you know, let them know that they can listen live as well. They just got to dial 646 929 1357. And also, speakerphone. make sure you're on the same level of ground as Randy Blythe and not off yeah, the ground so anywhere. When you oh, stop it. <laughs> you guys are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> All I gotta say, if they open it up to audience questions, I'm asking Randy whether he's got one of those pound rings around his dick too. <laughs> <laughs> make sure, make sure you tape, and we were gonna need audio of yeah. that. <laughs> Don't you? You got a dude down here. I've, I've seen him with the funny haircut. He's like walking around interviewing oh, everybody. Yeah, yeah Frank. Frank. Oh, oh, Frank. Yeah, yeah. Frank's running around with, yeah, uh, Frank's with uh, some around. sidekick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's there. What's He's he shooting doing? some That's, stuff. Uh, Rob's yeah. husband, Frank. Please yeah. refer to My him. Husband. That's Mr. Godla. His, yeah. his hubby. <laughs> you got, so down there you uh, well, have Godla and Godless. Yes. Oh. Yeah, Frank's last name is Godla, by the way. Godless. I don't know if you know that. Uh-huh. So what happened if they nah, got married? I did not know that. Godless Godless. So what, nah, what, I, what were you going to say? Those guys ain't talking to me. They're done talking to me. Oh. Yeah, I don't, uh, yeah. yeah. They didn't introduce themselves. What about the Chuck? But oh wow, that's about it. Well, maybe you need to make yeah. yourself available and be like, "Hey, it's me." I'm totally available. I'm hanging out. Everybody is staring at me, looking at me funny. I'm wearing my my uh, purple purple uh, shirt and my my uh, favorite pair of 
uh, Kenneth Cole slacks. You know, I'm I'm dressed for the occasion. So Kenneth Cole slacks to a metal you know, fest. Nobody's hanging out with me here. Also, maybe because you're on the phone, people don't want to be rude. Maybe if you mm. weren't on yeah. the phone, everyone there is so gracious. To approach, <laughs> hand your phone to a random person online and have them talk to us. Just thrust your phone <laughs> at someone. Hold on, hold on. Hey, excuse me. Uh, you might talk to you know Metal Injection, the website. Yeah. You talk to them real quick. <laughs> they're on. They're on the air. Okay. Yeah, man, this is Aaron Kennedy with House Cold Horror Film Festival. How's it going? Oh, hey. Wow. wow, you're so professional. We just asked Godless to throw anybody from the fest next to him on the phone. Uh-huh. And here you are. How's the yeah, fest been just, going so I, far? I just happen to be walking by. I'm the production manager for the festival. Is, it's going oh, wow. smoothly? Any any hiccups? Uh, you know, I mean, there's always hiccups, but it's how they're handled internally that... You know, that makes the show keep going and look good on the outside. I mean, I don't think that that's uh, not true for any festival or large event of this size. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, this is, it's, it's just killer. I talk to people all the time as I'm walking around asking how they're doing, how things are going, if they're enjoying themselves, and everybody's having a blast, you know? Who's the biggest diva on the festival? No. Oh, man, I ain't going to call nobody no, out. I'm just, kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm totally joking. Have you, <laughs> have you had a chance to watch any of the performances? Has anyone. Uh, uh, caught your eye and blown you away? Yeah, sure, man. Uh, I mean, first of all, Guar just absolutely killed it last night. I mean, that was, it was just huge. I, I was just blown away. Author and Punisher blew me away. Uh, I'm not I'm not really into the music, but Portal was just mesmerizing. It was really neat. Um, and then over on the Midway stage, man, uh, uh, Archspire uh, was really good. Oh, uh, nice. Really all of them. I mean, there's not a bad band on this bill, dude. Cool. And also movies, great movies. Yeah, there's great movies too. I just happen to be, you know, music production, so uh, I don't. I unfortunately, haven't got to ca- catch any of the films, um, but I did check out the uh, the uh, Randy Blythe uh, Q and A the other night, and he's actually about to go on stage right now and do his interview with Tammy Moore. Uh, I'm gonna have to let you go though. I'm getting a call, so uh, rock on, man. Cheers. All right, yeah, thank you. Great job. He just he just threw the rest off the line. Letting us go. Wow. Hey. We're gonna talk right. to so yeah, many so, tech people today. It, yeah. So I gotta I gotta get that guy to like I want him to live tweet whatever goes on backstage before Danzig goes on tonight. I I, I like want to know. Like, you know, oh, we, he just ordered this food or, you know, he, oh, yeah. nobody's seen him or, Bruce, you know, the, the, you know whatever Bruce shit's going on backstage. That's going to be the most interesting thing that happens for the rest of the night, I think. And how can people follow you on Twitter? What's the handle? Uh, I'm at Godless Speaks. I've asked like three people who are going to be backstage to see if they'll like tweet out or something, whatever's happening tonight. Perfect. With we so need if to... I get anything, I'll, I'll retweet. The world needs to know. Thank you very much for doing God's work, Godless. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks for uh, calling appreciate in. It. And, and, oh, just so you know, Portal were great as long as you had, like, about four or five earplugs in each ear. You can't, you can't hear a thing. They look fantastic. Beautiful. But, uh, How many Portal sets did you see on this fest? Say again? How many Portal sets did you see on this fest? Uh, how many sets? Yeah. Uh, they just perform one time. Oh, okay. All right. Nice. Thank you for the call, Godless. He made us earn that one. Goodbye. That's Godless from the Metal Sucks podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, this segues well into our, our, our new segment, which we're going to start momentarily in about five minutes. Uh, uh, Noah, well, you want to tell us a little bit about it? Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> it's called Beyond the Band. It's called Beyond the Band. 
And it's basically going to be a series of interviews that we do with um, everyone who is um, the support for all these bands that we listen to. Right. And basically what why um, we're doing this is because when I went on the road with Periphery, I realized that there's so much more that goes into, you know, the the performance and um, bands rely on their crew so much. And these guys are really interesting. They have great stories and they're also really hardworking. They're usually like the first ones that are up in the morning. They take care of all the shit. And then they're usually the last ones on the bus taking care of everything else. That's right. You know, the, the music business is not just about the bands. There's a whole uh, support system to do that. We're going to try to interview some of those people. Yes. And also kind of provide a way for you, the listener, to figure out a way to get into the music business if you don't want to be a musician. There's plenty right. of other jobs, plenty and of other fun tasks. fun jobs where you can go on the road and like hang out with bands and make money. Yeah. And we're going to talk to T-Bone. No, not T-Bone. T-Dog. T-Rope. T-Boz. 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 He used to be in TLC, right? <laughs> T-Rope. Yeah, we're gonna talk to him. He's gonna call in any minute now. It'll be funny. He has some uh, some serious stories to tell he, us. He um he was the Dillinger Escape Plan uh, Dillinger <laughs> Escape Plan's stage manager for the longest time. So he has some great stories. All right. He can tell us about all the lawsuits they got from breaking uh, items just from. Uh, you don't know Noah. You don't know. He's not their lawyer. Does he care about their law unless he got sued? Did he ever get sued? I don't know. Does we'll have, have to a, ask him. Does he have a criminal record? And can if you, you have Google a question, this? well, we could ask. But uh, if you have a question for him, all you have to do is dial the number 646-929-1357. You'll be on the air asking. And uh, we're just waiting for this lovely gentleman to give us a call. His real name is Chris. I prefer T-Dog. Is he on the road now? T-Rope. <laughs> Well, I prefer T-Dog. Um, I think, well, you probably shouldn't do that. Okay, he's on the line. Ah, here he is. All right. T-Rope! You're on the air. What's up? Thank <laughs> you for calling the Metal Injection Livecast. Hey, how you doing? Pretty good. Uh, so, you know, well, well, thank you for being the first guest on our, on our segment, Beyond the Band. And uh, you've been uh, teching and, do, and doing... He's stage manager, stage guitar managing. tech... You've done all the jobs, and my first question would be, like, how did you get started? What was your first gig? How did you get into the business? Um, I actually started when I was 16. Uh, Some friends of mine were in a band, and I would just drive them around uh, because I was the only one with a license. And then uh, it was this one band, Chokehold, like way back in the day, asked them to go on a tour. So we all told our parents that we were going to each other kid's beach house for that week. And we all drove to Florida and back and did, like, a six-day tour, uh, wow. <laughs> which I hope my dad doesn't listen to this. But um, <laughs> I'm 37 now. I think I'll be okay. But, um, yeah, I, I started, like, 20 years ago and um, over that, actually. And uh, then I just became friends with bands. I was in a band called Ink and Dagger for a little bit. Whoa, um, Ink and Dagger was fantastic. I had no No, you didn't tell me that. It was a great band. Yeah, I don't think she knows that. I don't really advertise that too much. Were you in Ink and Dagger <laughs> at the same time as Eric Wareheim was? Uh, I lived in that house when Eric Wareheim was in that band. I joined the band later during the fine art uh, era. Oh, okay. Well, that's but, the um, best era. I, I, 
<laughs> yeah, I've known Eric since we were like 16 years old. Like wow. he was an old punk rock dude from my area too. So that's crazy. I've, I've known those guys for a, a long time. Um, and it's just funny how like every like a lot of these people from that area, like Eric's doing that, and you know, I knew like a bunch of other hardcore punk rock kids that went on to do other bigger bands and like I met the Dillinger Escape Plan guys before Calculating Infinity came out and I did a tour with them um when I was like 21 or 22 and uh then you know later on I was you know I was I got out of the music business for a while after Sean died and Ben asked me to finish his basement and I was like, yeah, sure. I came up, finished his basement for like a month. And then he was like, hey, man, why don't you be my guitar tech? Like, you know, you can figure out finishing a basement. You can figure out being a guitar tech. So, so then have... I was Dillinger's guitar tech for uh, three years after that. So did you just so. learn all that stuff on your own? Did you play the guitar? Like, did you know how to set guitars up and all that stuff? Um, I had an idea. It's just, you know, knowing how to being like a little handy. Um and anything else, it was like, okay, I need to figure this out. Um, I'll watch a YouTube video, or um, I'll ask another tech. Like, I was on the first, like, major tour I did was with Dillinger when they were the direct support for Deftones, and they were out for nine weeks with Deftones, and the techs on that crew were like, hey, man, let me show you something. Like, or, you know, I'd have to, I'd be like, hey, man, I got this problem, and they'd, they'd pull me aside and kind of show me, you know, what to do. Um and I was very fortunate in that. And that's, you know, when I'm on the road and there's someone that, you know, is kind of green, I, I don't, I don't treat them like they're an idiot. I just, you know, I'll help them out. Um, cause you're, you know, you're kind of stuck with these people for six to nine weeks at a time. You know, you don't, you don't want to see them fail. Right. It might end up with more work for you at the end of the, if they fail. It, well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, I, I, I'm one of those guys that I, I have to keep moving. Like if I get to a club, I, I I'll work until the band is done. Um, very rarely is it, you know, I, you know, we'll be in like some city and I'll be like, especially with Dillinger. I mean, those guys break something every day. Um, and I'm sure you get, you know, you've seen them live and yeah. I was, they were, you know, when it came to them, it was, it was kind of a perfect uh, thing because I was in construction. I knew how to, you know, rebuild heating ducts. So when Greg would rip something out of the ceiling, the you know the club would be like, "You owe us four grand." I'd be like, "Nah, they don't. Give me a ladder, I'll fix it." <laughs> you know. So like after a show, I would literally be like hanging up ceiling fans again, um, wow. or whatever got ripped out that night. So yeah, that it kind of worked out for for both of us. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. I feel like teching for the Dillinger Escape Plan, you, well, you you have to you have to double your rate probably because. They make you work for it. Those guys don't just stand around and like, like whatever. They're running around. They're knocking things over. Do you like when they're playing live? Are you just like, are you the guy side stage, uh, just just waiting for something to, to go wrong so so you could be on call to fix it? Yeah, you basically got to watch them like a hawk, man. You cannot walk away from them. Um, they definitely break things on a nightly basis, um, <laughs> and you know I, I miss it some days but it's it's they're they're a lot of work they're a lot of work they're great dudes i love them to death i love their music um but they're you 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 have to watch them like a hawk you know and you know it said you're definitely at the same time you're watching so you don't get a mic stand thrown at your head which is what happened to you <laughs> like, right that happened to you what's up that happened to you yes i yes i've definitely been hit with a mic stand or two thanks greg <laughs> 
Um, don't you call working with the Dillinger skate plan? It's the Dillinger boot camp. That's like where the guys go to really learn how to do this. It it really is. They um they they've had techs like I you know I went on the Prince. Um, they uh, Agent Steve went on to do Nine Inch Nails. There was another tech, uh, Dave, that went on to do Alice in Chains. So, you know, if, like, you could survive the Dillinger Escape Plan, there's bigger and better things out there for you. Because <laughs> people, you know, people in the industry know that they're, they're you know, they're a tough band. You know, they're not, they're not tough dudes to work for. They're, they're total sweethearts. It's just, you know, you really have to be on top of your game, and you learn a lot from them um, just by, you know, by everything they destroy. <laughs> Who are some, Honestly. some of the other artists you've worked with other than uh, the ones you've already mentioned? Um, I've worked for uh, Periphery, who, you know, great guys. It's it's very um, guitar heavy. You, you know, you, they're, you're definitely changing. Like Misha, I think, the first day Misha showed up for a uh, tour, he showed up with like 30 guitars, and I was like, dude, you don't pay me enough. Um, <laughs> so we kind of paired it down to like 12 um, and Which you know, they're all like crazy eight strings and whatnot, and they're all in different tunings. So, you know, you have to be on top of that. Um, I've worked for, um, I just did a, jo- a job for Tyrese Gibson two weeks ago, uh, doing backline. I do a lot of R and B and soul and metal. Um, I only work for people that like music that I like or bands that interest me. So I, I do turn down, I turn down some some con- a lot of country work um you know if, if that's what you're into you have fun uh, it just <laughs> it, that would bore the hell out of me mm. so. um, do do those gigs uh mostly come through word of mouth yeah i get a lot of gigs through word of mouth um i don't think not uh, yeah i've never uh i've never really applied for something it's usually someone hits me up and says Hey, uh, we heard you're a good guitar tech. Can you send me your resume? And you know, it's it's a lot of word of mouth. And uh, you know, it's right now. After I left, uh, I left Prince back in August, and I worked for him for eight months. Whoa! Um, it was uh, you know, as soon as people heard I was off of Prince and I I, I was with him for eight months, it, my phone didn't stop ringing. Um, and right now, I'm I'm just in the process of picking which tour I want to do next year. I mean, Periphery's going back out. They asked me to go back out with them. Um, and I love those guys. I would love to do it again. So we'll see what happens. Can you tell us a little bit about what it was like working with Prince? Does he only eat pancakes backstage? What's the... <laughs> oh, any uh, they, uh, they, he definitely... He has parties at his house all the time, and they do serve pancakes. <laughs> Are they the it's best pancakes awesome. you've ever had? Uh... I'm sorry. Are they like the best pancakes that you've ever eaten? They're pretty cool, man. You know, I mean, you're eating pancakes at Paisley Park. It's yeah. pretty unreal, you know. Um, so craft services he, were. Great. You know what he? Craft services was excellent. It was excellent. <laughs> I mean, some of the, the, the some of the best food I've ever eaten in my entire life. I'm not gonna lie. It beats the lunch meat platter. <laughs> <laughs> but what were you gonna say? I was just going to say, um, working for him is, is really cool. I mean, it's, it's, it was an honor working for him. Um, he's, he's an icon. He's, uh, he's funny. He's really funny. He, uh, he's got a great sense of humor. And I guess that's where, you know, serving pancakes at parties at Paisley <laughs> Park comes into play. So, so like, uh, could you just, like, if you were working for him, were you just having, like, normal conversations with him about everyday minutiae? Yeah. 
No, I'm not. I mean, you know, I don't want to bother the guy. He's definitely, he's one of the hardest working human beings on the face of the planet. Um, he never stops working. And, uh, you know, it's if he needs something. But, he, you know, he'll come up and be like, hey, man, how are you today? And, you know, just talk like that. Yeah, it's it's no big deal. He's just, he's he's Prince. But, right. you know, at the end of the day, he's still a normal, nice guy. Got it. So he's just, a, he's a musical genius. So... And um, you spent like eight months on the road with him, right? Yeah, it was eight months. We did. Um, we we were on the road, and then I was the at Paisley Park. I guess I was the head tech, so they'd call me in if they needed, you know, a keyboard setup or they wanted this fixed, or you know, I basically handled all the backline. Um, and then if they, he'd do a show, they'd bring in the rest of the crew. But he does a lot of shows at his house. Um, you know, they'll they'll tweet at eleven o'clock on a Friday night. Hey, Prince is going to play here in a half hour. Get here, and like six hundred people will show up out of nowhere. Oh, it's wow. it's pretty nuts, um, and it's you know it's cool at the same time. You know, it's a, it's a learning experience, definitely. Um, so since you spent eight months on the road, how much uh, downtime do you have in between tours? Um, right now I have I had a couple things fall through. And uh, so I have probably part of November and December and most of the December off. And uh, usually, I mean, last year I was on the road for eight months. I had about three weeks home total. Wow. But I was also working, you know, I was working at Prince's house a lot. I was out in Minneapolis a lot. So that's great. um, And then, you know, I'd come home and do a spot gig. Like I also... I also work for uh, Dr. Dog right now. In fact, I just left Eric Slick. Um, he needed one of his guitars fixed for, you know, a sideshow tonight. So I just ran down there and worked on his guitar. So for, uh, you know, a kid listening right now who wants to get involved with, you know, the music business can't necessarily play, so wants to get involved in, on the teching so side. Wants to do the touring. Yeah. Uh, do you have any advice for how what, what a good way to start would be? A good way to start is just work for every band, local band that you can. Um, if you know guys in a band, you know, travel with them to, you know, if they have a weekend gig or whatever, if they're, you know, if they're opening up for, you know, let's say a periphery or, or whoever, if they're, you know, one of the locals on the local package, work for them. Um, you're going to do it for free. You're going to take, a, you know, you just got to earn your chops and that's, and that's what it is. Um, I also just, you know, I read a lot about amps and how amp- amplifiers work and, you know, what tones this pedal makes and whatnot. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in it, and that's what keeps me busy, um, and that's what keeps me working because I can, I can, if someone says, you know what, I don't like this tone, I could say, well, how about this? This is close, and, you know, we can fudge it this way or something. You know, it's, it's kind of just just having a general knowledge of how everything works. Right. And like these, um, these artists, they, they really rely on you and they trust you to know what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you, and you have to be trustworthy. I mean, if, you know, if you get a reputation for being a thief, I, I don't want to be around you. And, uh, if you, you know, you have a reputation of being a total load or you do drugs, I, I don't, I don't want to deal with that. And neither, neither do bands. It's, uh, it's it's very it's the world of of the Led Zeppelin roadies that partied all the time. That's non-existent. That doesn't happen anymore. I hear stories from those old guys every once in a while. I don't see it on the road now. There's you know these guys 
these people do this for a living and they're very, very serious about it. And you can't, you know, go out and party for 24 hours a day and then expect to do your job that day. Yeah. So. One last question. Uh, I'm sure you've been at a bunch of gigs where there's local bands. What is your biggest pet peeve for something a local band does when like breaking, <laughs> like setting up or breaking down that you want to it, like advise people to avoid because it pisses everyone off? <laughs> um, the one thing is just be on time. You know, don't show up five minutes before you're set and then expect to set up your giant Neil Pert sized drum kit. <laughs> um, you know, that, that it, it's fine. If you want to have a Neil Pert sized drum kit, that's fine, but you got to hustle on and off. Um, you know, the show's got to run on time, uh, as a stage manager and, uh, you know, don't go up there and, and start, you know, acting like it's, you're at a guitar center. Like, you know, listen to the people that work there. Don't get up there and start noodling with your guitar and then this guy's playing something different, and then the drummer's playing something different. And I call that guitar centering. It just—it's—it's it's a nightmare. <laughs> um, and it's the same thing with the bands I work for. I yell at them during line checks too. It's like, hey guys, you—you you, guitar center. Come on, guys, knock it off. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, it's stuff like that. I mean, you know, some people get down on locals. I—I I don't. I—I I try to help them out as much as possible because who knows? I might be working for them someday. So great attitude to have. Yeah. All right. I have one ink and dagger question that I have to ask, and I'll preface this. Uh, if you do not want to answer this, it's completely fine. But it's something I used to work with a guy about 15 years ago who was good friends with some of the guys in ink and dagger. And he told me this story. And I've always if wanted to get confirmation on it. Oh, no. It's a pretty yeah. ridiculous story, but I figure you're the only person I'll ever have a chance to ask that could actually maybe have the answer. So he told me that one time Inca Dagger was on tour and they were staying, I think I think it was at a female's, a female fan's place for the night. And um, the, the person... No, it didn't happen. <laughs> no, no, <come> on. <laughs> Let me at least get the story out and then you could... Go ahead. By your reaction, I could decide whether it happened or not. <laughs> Um, so the the person who had the apartment was out, and you the somebody in the band saw that they left their camera, so they took the camera and took a picture of them taking the person's toothbrush and shoving it up their ass, and then they put the camera back and just left it to be discovered, you know, weeks after you had left this person's place to see that the toothbrush they had been using had been up the butt of a member of Ink and Dagger. Is this true? Were you yeah. around for this? Or is this, is this a true story? Yes. Uh, there are a lot of things that Ink and Dagger did on the road <laughs> that would uh, would definitely cover a very good book someday. <laughs> uh, but I can't verify that <laughs> okay. per se. Uh, I, it sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay. There's, Fantastic. there's, like I said, there's a lot of really good Ink and Dagger stories. Yeah. The next time I see you, I'll tell you. Awesome. <laughs> was there, off, was, off the air. Was there a brown ring around the toothbrush? <laughs> um, it wasn't my butt, so I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank Fantastic. you so much for taking the time to hang out with us and on our new segment, Beyond Thank the you. Band. Yeah, that was awesome. Thank you, guys. Have a, Have good, a good night. We'll you see you too. in January. What a lovely person. That was T-Rope. Schooling you, fools. Oh, uh, why do they have to be fools? Come on now. I mean, well, they, they get I mean schooled and they're not fools anymore. Oh, all right. That's all how right. it works. Let's get to the music break. Kicking it off with a little job for a cowboy. New job for a cowboy. Son of Nihility. 
this is Chuck Blandington. I apologize if my announcements haven't been up to par lately. My dumbass neighbor has been moving bricks around his yard and screaming motherfucker at the top of his lungs all night. I haven't slept in a week. You're listening to the Metal Injection Livecast.
Hello. This is your friend, Chuck Blandington. If you hate white people as much as I do, then you might as well turn this off now. Because this show is honky central. Fucking crackers.
with so much drama in the LBC. It's kinda hard being Chuck B-L-A-N-D. Y'all niggas are listening to the Metal Injection livecast. You heard? Enough of that music that was just a bunch of people screaming at you. Time to get back to the talk, which is just a bunch of people screaming at you. Remind me why you listened to this. Here it is. Well, one person. Yeah, it's just at Rob you. screaming. At Thank you, you for it. Welcome back to the Metal Injection Livecast. Thank you for it's welcome Rob. back. I said thank you and welcome back. Oh. All right, let's go through that music break. Kicked it off a job for a cowboy. Then we played a little Ink and Dagger. Followed- it's his favorite band. I can't pronounce the word, though, so... Is that the song you played? Yeah. That's not the song I told you to play. It's the song oh. I found. Oh, God good. damn it. I thought you said anything off of... Uh, well, I, yeah. then I selected a specific Tough. track, and he didn't play it. I wondered why. Okay. Well, and that's then, an okay track, but not my favorite. And then Portal. We played a little Portal, because they were mentioned. And then wrapped it up a little Sam Hain, because, again, these are two tracks, uh, two bands mentioned by Godless. Synergy. So it's a little, uh, a little segue And there. the track is Philopsychosis. I don't Thank think you. that's a segue. Good segues, thank you. 
the follow-ups. Mm. Segway is <laughs> A+, plus, though. So, uh, one thing I wanted to ask uh, 3D about, yeah. as we're in the second hour, is yesterday you went to an independent local wrestling show. Quote-unquote wrestling. With your, <laughs> with your girlfriend. Yes. And there were WWE legends <laughs> far past their prime wrestling. Yes. Yes. So take me take me through it from the beginning. Well, first of all, we used to pass this place when we did the show in Bensonhurst, uh, and they would have big banners. It's in a Catholic say. school. It's yes, it's uh, Our Lady of Guadalupe. Yeah. And they do it in the gym, and it was ECPW is the name of this promotion. What, what does that what stand, stand for? for? East Coast Pro Wrestling. Oh, okay. So apparently, I think is the they, P like really small on the sign? Just <laughs> to trick some people. I think if they you know give them a bag of peanuts, it counts as being paid as a professional. Uh, is the is the chant like ECPW? There's yeah. no <laughs> chanting. There's no chanting. There actually, I shouldn't say that. There was some very limited chanting. I think one of the guys who was on this show, like not one of the famous people. Uh, had like maybe fifty of his friends there or something oh, because they were chanting. He his lived name. like around the corner. Yeah, he and, and he was a total. Hey, how you doing? Hey, I want to get on the microphone. What, what was his name? What was his? Oh name? my god, I can't remember his name. There was two guys. They were a tag team, and one of them was the Great White Buffalo. What? And the other, but like guy, a Tatanka kind of character. No, they were they were both Guidos. They the were both, Great White Buffalo. Great White and he's Buffalo. just a Guido guy. Yeah, and he was a Guido guy. They both came out <laughs> with like camouflage on or whatever. Oh boy! And the other guy who wasn't the Great White Buffalo, whose name I can't remember, <laughs> was he did all the. Yes, it was like that. It was some Italian. <laughs> the Great Capicola. So he comes that out and, and they, the how, Great Pasta Fajul. I'm being asked how big Moots. the crowd was. Fifty-seven. It was a little more than fifty-seven. It was probably. I think they mean like clothing size and age <laughs> double xl <Wins. laughs> but oh, there it was wow. a lot of parents was it was kids. it ben benedito yes that's <laughs> it that's the great found, white buffalo i found the the flyer the other guy is it's tony here. tony bella maybe it was that was it i don't remember the axis powers were there that was the one good thing they did it was the it was the it was a canadian guy and a russian guy <laughs> And they were the Axis powers. I thought so that was clever. What, what was their, like, did they cut a promo or anything? No. The, in fact, the, um, the Italian dudes came out the first thing before any matches, okay? And they go in the ring, and he's like, yeah, you know, I grew up in Brooklyn with my friend here, and we always had a dream of being a professional wrestler. And we fought through all the hardships. And he's going off for, like, I swear, like, had to be five minutes. And we just want to now we're going for the dig team belts right now, and we're gonna do it. So then these fucking Canadians and the Canadian and the Russian comes out, and they they start shit talking him. You know you suck, whatever. And like oh, and he had some belt. I don't know what fucking belt it was. Uh, and he says you haven't defended that belt in 179 days, and today if you don't defend it, you're gonna be stripped. And he's not like the man- general manager or anything; he's just a guy. He's the guy from. He Leon. might also be the general manager. Yeah, there's no time for logic right yeah. now. This <laughs> is an ECPW. Also, they probably haven't had a show in 179 days. So where's he supposed to defend the fucking belt? So then he goes, "Okay, I'll defend the belt right now." And a guy comes out and they just fight for no reason, and he beats him in like two minutes in a one-on-one match. In a one-on-one. This is not they fight later in a tag team match. Okay. So before all this, I should have said that Greg the Hammer Valentine and Superfly Jimmy Snuka, the corpses of them are sitting (laughs) on a stage like behind where the ring is. Like they're all and, you know, they let kids run in the ring and all this shit. 
They're and the like two of sandwiches. them, are, they you could not look more depressed. The bo- be not uh, beefcake was there too. He was like happy. Brutus beefcake, of course. He was on cocaine. Probably dead? he was really, really happy. Uh, oh, this is a good point in the chat, by the way. Italians fighting against the Axis powers is weird because yeah. they were part of the Axis power. I didn't even think of that because this show was so horrible. Uh, how many? People, how much were the tickets first? Twenty dollars each. Oh my god! Wow. Awful. Which we were discussing this, and it's like you know, this is kind of a thing you can like if your kid wants to go to Raw and you're broke. Maybe you could take him to this, but it's then they charge twenty dollars. You could go to Raw for twenty. Yes, yeah, that's Raw what I'm like, like nosebleed WWE tickets for twenty dollars. That's way too expensive. <laughs> so uh, also, did Taskmaster Kevin Sullivan make it? He wasn't there. Oh, the no show. He's yeah. on the flyer. The guy oh, is older than him. Dirt. Yeah, maybe you just didn't recognize. He's him not older than so, Jimmy Snuka. Jimmy Snuka. How did Jimmy Snuka wrestle with a shirt on? He wrestled with a singlet, and you could see his like emaciated, caved-in chest. <laughs> you see his titties. And yeah, was he popping yeah, some nips? Yeah, saw his tits, and there was like a, the straps were in between his tits. Oh no! So he had like uh-huh. Ric Flair tits. Uh, worse than Ric Flair. Wow. Worse than Ric Flair. He could barely fucking move. He's like seventy-one years. old. Did he old. do any like off the Did top rope? Yes. <laughs> well, he, all right. Well, I'm getting ahead of myself. Did he need help? So, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Let, 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 I'll tell right. you about the snooker match. So. <laughs> We couldn't believe it. First of all, I knew a guy who happened to be at this show. So he comes over to me and my girlfriend says hello or whatever. He brought his kids. And he's like, yeah, you seen Jimmy Snooker up there? I'm like, yeah. And he <laughs> says, man, he can't even fucking move. It's unbelievable. He could, they still wheel him out to do these signings and everything. I was like, yeah, it's sad. You know, whatever. Go over and say hello. Like 10 minutes later, they're announcing Jimmy oh. Snooker coming out to the ring to wrestle. Oh, How long God. did it take him to walk to the ring? <laughs> a long time. They played his fucking upbeat, like, you know, Jimmy Snooker oh. music coming out to the ring. And then you see this fucking hulking, like, poor, like, he looks like he should have an IV drip as he comes out. <laughs> no, no. He's like, I feel bad a laughing because I love Jimmy well, He's Snooker, a murderer. You could laugh. Go oh, ahead. come on. Is Do we know that for a fact? I, it's yeah, it's it's a, almost basically. Not, I don't know if he murdered We'll just beat the shit Is out it, of some women. No, he murdered. Uh, his girlfriend was found dead <laughs> okay. in their hotel room. There you go. All right. Well, but it's it, not known if he murdered. Or Is what? it the same level of proof as the Randy Bly incident? Let's say that. There's far more proof. There's no. There's very very loose proof of the Randy Bly oh, thing. There's like stop. concrete evidence of the. In that right. he, he hit thing. her in the head so with a concrete block. <laughs> He took a coconut and fucking popped her. He thought she was Roddy Piper. He, she snuck up on him. I will get my revenge on you. So this is his uh, uh, yeah. entrance music. So they're and looping it. Yes. By the way, you could barely hear anything the fucking announcer was saying. They had the f- sound system was like somebody's fucking iPad or something. <laughs> and uh, it's all right. Snooka fucking shambles out to the ring. You know, he probably doesn't know where the fuck he is. And then they have his opponent is the fucking champion. Of the of whatever the shit this uh-huh. is, the champion. JL Chico, according like, to this flyer. No, 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 he wasn't the champion. It was like some. I think that guy's the manager of the champion. JL Chico was like this fifty-year-old fucking Puerto Rican. This flyer is just really misleading. JL yeah. Chico was the guy who who uh, he talked like the Bronx president. Oh. the Great Yankee Stadium. So all right, so the, so yeah, it was, he looked like he basically looked like Kevin Sullivan, the champion. He had like a fucking like a balding mullet kind of, and so he comes out and they're fighting. I'm like, imagine if you are now like looking into this league as if you know, hey, I might want to get into this wrestling, whatever. 
the champion is now like getting his ass kicked by fucking uh, Jimmy Snooker. So Snook- oh, I think I screwed it up. No, the champion fought Greg Valentine. Oh, and that guy you just said, JL Cheapo, whatever. Fought, Chico. Yeah, he fought. Uh, he fought Jimmy Snooker. Okay, okay the, so that guy's that. Andrew Anderson. So basically, this whole match, they can't fall. Obviously, they can't do fall. Can't do a bump. No Jimmy bumps Snooker. at all. So Not Jimmy Snooker doesn't doesn't get hurt at all. He doesn't get hurt at all. Basically, it's just like. The guy's standing there waiting for Jimmy Snooker to punch him. Oh and that's God, the entire so match. And this is the world champion. No, that wasn't oh, the, that wasn't the, the, the that world was a special attraction. Yeah, I screwed that up. Okay, the, the world champion faced Snooker. Okay, so so then punch but how long was the Snooker match? Uh over five minutes. I that's would say. like five minutes too long. And that should have been a sixty second match. It should, he should be on life support. He should, <laughs> should be so how minutes. long did it take him to get to the top rope? Um, do his splash. Well, he didn't climb out. He went in from inside the ring. He went to the second rope and did his splash from the second rope. Second rope. Yeah. Oh, that is so it's sad. sad. Well, I'm surprised he could even do it from the every fucking twenty years. Rope. He has to go down a rope. Yeah. So yeah. Exactly. When he's ninety, he's only going to do it from the first rope. <laughs> it, it, no, I think he's past that. I think next week he's going to be under the ring. Uh, so well, that's where he sleeps. <laughs> So, <laughs> Rob's looking at the titty picture. No, I just have my. I'm trying to see what tabs I have. As bad as, as that's bad the only as, oh, I'm sorry. As okay. bad as Snooker looked, Greg Valentine looked. The oh worst. my god. Okay, so he's in the picture yes. that Jennifer posted on her Instagram. <laughs> and at first, I thought it was a woman who was just wearing a T-shirt with no pants. Yeah, he looks exactly <laughs> like an old decrepit lesbian. Uh, he looks like a lesbian that marched with Martin Luther King. No, it's like if Rosie O'Donnell bleached her hair. Yes, basically. that's what it looks yes, like. Yes, that's exactly what it looks right. like from Exit to Eden. And then we look at the flyer. So that you know, reference. the flyer is basically the same thing Rob was looking at, but he spelled Greg Valentine's name wrong. How do they spell Greg it? Greg the Hammer Valentite. Oh, <laughs> Valentine! Is it there too? Yeah, oh my okay. God, it is! Wow, or is that maybe like copyright? Like WWE no. owns the proper spelling of his name? I don't think so, but so that would be to, like, great. If one it letter was. off. So Greg the Hammer Valentite is there, and um, you know, between they had a little intermission or whatever. So my girlfriend's like, I really want to take a picture with these guys. I really want to do this, and I'm like. I'll go, I'll go over with you, you know, whatever. She's like, oh, that's embarrassing. I feel weird. I'm like, do you she, understand? She made their day, didn't nah. she? Well, first of all, she's more famous than they are at this point. Like, what are you afraid <laughs> of? Can I just say on her Facebook, there's a, a comment from one of her friends that's very rude and snarky. And I don't, oh, uh, yes. I don't know who these people are. Don't care to know either. Well, like, well, then why are you fucking commenting <laughs> yeah. on this picture, lady? Yeah, thank you for this information. God damn. That's her that really woman? good friend, too. Jeez. Sounds like a great friend. But she's uh, <laughs> she's very nice. <laughs> We'd like so to call her up right now. <laughs> yeah, get her, her on the phone. Uh, Why did you feel you needed to? Yeah. If you're listening, get her on the phone. So wait, so so she she you two go to approach well, the dream talk- team, the former WWF <laughs> tag team champions of the world, the dream team, well, Bruce the, the Barber Beefcake and Greg the Hammer. Oh, right now just gets to wear support. pants. Well, I want to emphasize that I had to actually talk her into going over there. <laughs> decrepit. Did you like, get a picture too? No, I took the picture. Oh. I, I didn't want to be. It's good on. photo. Good photo. Yeah. But all right, so go ahead. So I drag her over there. She really, and then you know, she finally, she's standing there and she's seeing them interact with all these other people, and she's like, and by the way, I felt so bad for Greg Valentine because <laughs> there's no handler, there's no like PR guy. It's like he's sitting there yeah. and he has to ask you for the fucking money. He's like, oh, there's a small fee, you know, well, I, it's ten dollars, you know, it's ten. He's okay, it's all right. You have. To- 
Wait, they were no, we had charging to pay. pay wait, yeah. What? But that, that's, this is how he, that's, that's how he's in practice. So that's how they do it. If that's you want to take a photo, money. you have to pay for it. Yeah. They're all on coke and yeah, fun. they're getting paid 50 bucks to wrestle. The only yeah. way they make money is off the fans, off yeah. like merch, just like when a band plays. Like so sell they merch, make- sell a t-shirt. He'd, he'd probably sell the t-shirt he was wearing if you'd offer <laughs> like 20 yeah. that affliction shirt. The ring out his sweat into a yeah. fucking cup for you. Uh, so, uh, uh, really quickly, Super Nintendo Chalmers uh, accurately describes Greg Valentine as someone who looks like a leather bowling bag with a blonde wig. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. So did you have to pay um, Brutus Beefcake? Well, and- I'm going to get to that. Okay. Hold on. Right, so, so, we can, so I drag her up to the stage, right? And then she's next and she goes up to him and he's like, She's like, you know, do you mind? Can we get a picture to get together? And he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a small fee. Is that all right? Is that okay? And, I, and I, all right, so I'm paying for it. So I go, yeah, 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 no problem. Can we get uh, Brutus in there? And then he's like, oh, he thought that was gonna kill it. Like he got all upset. <laughs> I feel like because uh, I was now it's gonna be twenty. So I'm going to say no. Uh-huh. So he's like, oh, it's going to be double. Is that okay? He's like the saddest guy. He's like, oh my is God. that okay? Is that it's right? like he knows it's abs- it's an absurd yes. charge. Yes. But he's but like, he's this so is the only way it. I can make money. It's so yeah. sad. But that's why you wheel out a guy to stand there and handle this so you're yeah, not see, the asshole that has to. But who's, 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 who's going to well, pay that guy? Who, yeah, like who would want to handle the saddest of nothing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like. You know what? Yeah, his take that night was probably ten dollars. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I gave him. I gave him ten, and that's it. That's no it. You paid him for his. You want to be the night. guy who gets paid a dollar to be the middleman for <laughs> no. this transaction? There's no one. You just ask Virgil to do it. What is he doing? Yeah. Right. Virgil would do that. So now, now would you? So hold on. So it's twenty dollars now. If now when you handed him the twenty, was he like, oh, "Do you happen to have two tens? I'm no, sorry, no, no, I know this. He was happy Can I have any quarters? So, but I mean, well, first of all, there was a line of people that posed with Brutus Beefcake. Oh. Well, yeah, he had the, his little oh. shears there. Well, because he was a good guy. Valentine was was a bad guy, so it's not yeah. like he had fans. But growing I, up. I mean, I felt bad because Greg was just kind of sitting there looking lonely, and then Brutus is posing with all these people. So then maybe that also offended him because we're like, "Hey, can we get Brutus in too?" You know? Oh, so you can cut the line that way? Uh, no, no, no. I, that the line had dissipated because the okay. show was. It's like asking to, to get the phone number of his good looking friend basically <laughs> but we got them both yeah, in the photo yeah. you know so then he said so then so he says, so he says uh, you don't mind paying the 20 and I was like yeah no problem I whip it out and he's like oh oh he looked like a puppy I just oh gave him God. was he expecting like, like that you'd want to haggle I like you I probably could have talked him down at no, 15 you know what I think I think he expected once he said there's another fee that I was gonna say fuck this and like walk back to my seat but I was like, oh, you gave me a lot of enjoyment over the years. You, know? you, you he, he clearly needs the $20 yeah. way more than you do. You should have told him that uh, <laughs> you'd give 20 but you have to be able to put him in the figure four like that. <laughs> okay. You like make a, a bargain out of it. <laughs> now we're getting to the point of the show when he came out to... I couldn't believe he came out to wrestle. Okay. This is, and this was before Snook, I think. He came out before Snook. Can I share this photo of Jennifer and them sure. in the, the I chat? retweeted it from my uh, Bland Injection account yesterday. Yeah. Or this morning, so but go ahead. it's so out there. He comes out to wrestle. He came out to wrestle this like bald, kind of like 
fat ball. He's the champion, like a fat boy. He looked like Hulk Hogan, Who is this? but squat and fat, like the okay. same haircut. This okay. is Greg, Greg Valentine's opponent. Yeah. Oh, his opponent. Okay. So basically, the same exact thing as Snooker, but worse. Like I feel like Snooker was more mobile than he was. Than the champion. Yeah. Well, because Snooker at least at one point was athletic. Yeah, uh, but Greg Valentine was always a, a, a lump of yeah. shit, but yeah. he like he had you know kind of some kind of aura like char- charisma about him. Uh, but it's just chops. Like the whole match is chops. The poor guy who he's wrestling against has to wait for him to get into position to come and fucking punch him at the right time. Like it was just so bad. And then Brutus Beef, the guy's a manager, right? Who's wearing like an Egyptian King Tut uniform. <laughs> and Brutus Beefcake's chasing him around the ring. And the way Brutus runs now, like he's probably beat up too, not as bad as Greg Valentite. But he run, he's run, the way he runs, like he looks like he, he he's cooking a, a cake and it's burning in the oven. Like I gotta go check my cake. That's how, so he's chasing that guy. Like in that he's cake on the run. beach without uh, shoes on. Yeah. <laughs> I like his feet. Ooh, 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 ooh. Hot, hot, hot <laughs> yeah. uh, Mr. Wrestling 2 asked Did they woo every chop No I was the <laughs> only one Wooing the chops Oh that wow. sucks And they were the saddest chops Valentine's chop All he can do is chop somebody this, He this can't even like- punch yeah, but no, but even what you're doing is more forceful because he can't even move his hand that distance. Oh. Yeah, it's just like these little sl- It's like he's patting mm. the guy on the back almost. <laughs> so, Giving him a breast yeah. exam. So then that so that happens. There's like a schmaz. He's go- oh, so he's, he can't fall the whole match. They go in it for this finish. Like he goes t- to do the figure four, and he can't like even like step over, basically. And then and then the match ended. The match ended. They, like the guy, the Mercy manager rule. ran in and DQ. So he didn't even fit. He wasn't able to apply the, the figure four because he couldn't fall over. I don't know. To land it. I don't know. Well, he did do an elbow drop, so, okay. but it was very horrible. But I don't know. Uh, it was, uh, clearly was scripted that he was never going to put the figure four on, right. which tells me he can't do it. Oof. Painful. How long was the whole show? The whole show was probably over two hours. Okay, that's not bad. I was going to say, if it's any longer than three hours, if it's even three hours, that's misery. I'm not even sure. You know, I lost track of time, but it started very late. It was like a quarter to eight. It was supposed to start at 7.30. And it was a lot of just boring, like every match other than those two guys was just like local guys all out of shape. There was one steroid guy. Everyone else was like a, a big fat ass. And uh, what? Once again, Rob queued up the titty. I <laughs> keep going to the wrong. I keep trying to I, find the you know flyer. You know, you just close that window. I can't You're right. I guess I'm not gonna. I can't save. I'm not gonna link to it. Save it for the spank bank. Uh, Campion wants to know: Was there any part of it that was good? No, it was good. It, like entertainingly bad. Like good. bad. There's good. no. Nothing was legitimate. So some of the wrestlers that appeared. Uh, first of all, I can't believe these two guys are still wrestling. They were in the first year of Ring of Honor. They were terrible. Dan Moff and Steve Mack. Yeah. Monster Mac, Mac. Yeah. terrible. That guy used to guys. train at the gym that I wrestled. Yeah, just two fat asses. Yeah. Did he recognize you? No. Are they still fat asses? Yes. <laughs> oh, Chris- the, yeah. The the one guy looks like Abdullah the Butcher. What's his name? Math. Yeah. I can't remember his first name. You just said it, and I can't. Dan Math. Dan Math. Yeah. Uh, Chris Caden. Mm. Hush Holiday. Yeah. Lou Nova. That guy. We I started calling him Lou Bega because I, I was could- about to say <laughs> <laughs> he. He kind of looked like it. That was the steroid I believe guy. It. Oh, no. Lou Nova was not the steroid guy. It was another Puerto Rican from the Bronx that was the steroid guy. Was it Rob Camacho? I don't. I really don't remember. There was Casanova Valentine. I don't remember. The Disrespectfuls? <laughs> what? <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, oh, well, in, the, in this flyer, it's spelled the disrespect of fools. <laughs> like, I'm looking at Valentite, and N and T aren't even next to each other on the keyboard, and also Valentite isn't a word, but Valentine is, so autocorrect. How do you make that mistake unless he has one fee if you promote his appearance and then a uh. different one if you don't? So they technically could be like, well, we promoted Greg Valentite, ah. so we don't have to pay you that fee. <laughs> he never showed up. Poor Greg. That sucker even there. <laughs> wow. He's probably there just happy go. for a day out. How much now, do you think he made for that? Just the match. Forget what he did with the Not enough? Is that bucks, an acceptable right? answer? Just like not the enough? The turkey dinner. 150 bucks. I think less than that. 100 yeah, bucks. less than that. I think 50. 100, bucks. Of, uh, 100 bucks, but also travel, I'm assuming. He didn't pay his own travel. Really? You think so? I feel like they had to accommodate the travel. I think he just crashes on people's couches yeah. and stuff. He'll just live there for the 159 <laughs> days till the next title defense. And then he'll show up for that show. We got, we got some callers. Let's see if any Uh-oh. of them are Greg the Hammer Valentine. 562. He's out of phone. 505. You're on a live cast. Mm-hmm. Who's this? Is this 562 or 505? This is you, the one we're talking to. 505. Yeah. Hey, it's El Dudorino. I'm just on my way back from NotFest, and I figured I'd just call you guys. On your way back? It's like oh. far from over. He's over it. I didn't want to say for the rest of the day that it was like Tech Nine and Five Finger Death Punch, yeah. so I was like, "Nope." Did you catch you Slipknot last night? Uh, I watched a bit of them last night. They were, eh, I've seen them before, so nothing originally new there. I saw Maximum the Hormone for the first time. That was really cool. Um, who else? How much for uh, tickets? Danzig was really interesting to watch. I watched him for the first time, but it kind of reminded me of those situations back in the 30s when, like, Charlie Chaplin would enter a Charlie Chaplin lookalike contest, oh, but yeah. he'd still get seven, seventh place. <laughs> I was listening to Danzig, and I'm, I was listening to Danzig, and I'm all like, man, Darren still does it so much better. <laughs> yeah! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Give it yes, up on uh, being Danzig. He's over it. Um, He's Glenn now. Did you catch the Faceless? Do they play? Uh, yeah, Faceless were really cool. I've seen them a couple times already. They actually headlined their own stage, which was who, interesting for yeah, a change. Who, uh, who played with them? Who played with them? Only the singer and the guitarist were left. Um, uh, all the other uh, bands were. I think they uh, did this one like underground. Uh, band competition thing uh i think it was called like death for denver no, no, or something no, no. like a bunch of colorado thinking, bands and uh, no i'm saying i who guess else those played, were the winners no 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 play with stop stop El shut Dorino, up hold oh. on a second in the faceless what band members played because they're Keen. yeah the, uh, did you recognize any of the other guys other than the singer and michael oh, i don't know any of their names <laughs> okay it didn't, but it oh. sounded just like it would sound anyway so yes it wasn't just one guy right no, 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 no. It was no, a whole no. band. Okay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> cool. What was your favorite set of the the night? The weekend? Um, Testament were really cool. Um, Carcass did their thing. Um, the kickoff was really cool with Black Dolly Murder and Suicide oh, Silence. Nice. But aside from that, pretty, pretty awesome experience. Did you camp there? Um, uh, I car camped. So it was sl- just easier than setting up a tent. <laughs> okay, so that explains why you left so early. You've just been there for the last two days. Yeah, I didn't want to stay for the third day so much. And uh, now, where where were, did you shower? Have you showered? 
You don't shower at a festival. <laughs> um, I did get really sweaty, but uh, surprisingly, they didn't have like any of the camel shit burning. So I guess that was a big hoax. Yeah, well, the... But no, I didn't shower yet. You did or you did not shower? Did you, not. You... I, I didn't shower yet. I still need to. <laughs> did you do any weird drugs or have sex with any weird people? Like a Woodstock kind of experience? <laughs> uh, no, I have uh, my own girlfriend, and she's quite lovely. So you're in the same you're in the same area code as Mario. So there is a girl around there who's willing to give up all three holes. <laughs> Wait, maybe he's the, the husband. Are you? You're not married, though, right? Did you just have a girlfriend? Open relationship? No, 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 no. no. No, you have a very a similar laugh to Mario. Are you Mario? Mario is on the phone. You should just put him on and they should laugh together. Yeah, that would be All right, we have terrifying. <laughs> Mario, let's get married. <laughs> Hello? Yes, Mario. <laughs> Are you good? Do you guys know hey, each other? Mario, let's get married. No. Uh, is that legal in no. your state? <laughs> yeah, it's California. Oh, I, did, I didn't know it was legal. <laughs> they sound exactly... So I do think all... I do know Alex, though. How do I know you? I think like we I had like a live cast. I think we went to school together or something. <laughs> what high school did you go to? I went to Cal High. Okay, I went to Los Al High, so uh, I think we might have known a friend to a friend. Okay. Who's who? Did you ever do catechism me. or something? Uh, yes, I did go to that bullshit when I was younger. But what? I, to what? I think. <laughs> I think that's where I might have met you because I, I feel like I know you. Wait, we're what, what catechism? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> it's it's basically children class. It's kind of like Hebrew school, but for Christians. Yeah. It's okay. called catechism. Yeah. Well, they basically catechism. teach you Christian apology, like how to how to make arguments uh, in favor of Christianity when people attack it and so mm. forth. Mm. And I actually enjoyed going doing it because it made me an atheist, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, same here. <laughs> so, Mario, is there any chance that uh, Alex, Alex, is that your name? Yeah. Knows the girl that you're going to be uh, banging behind her husband's back. Are you all from the same um, area? Probably not. Take I, a chance. What's know. her What's her full name? Everyone in California <laughs> knows everyone. Don't say her first name. Her name is Julia. You know a Julia? Who's married? Mm, that, nar- that narrows it down. Rob will send you the tit pic, and then maybe you could identify her <laughs> that way. <laughs> maybe that will look familiar. The maybe. nipples are the eyes of the face of the body. <laughs> I think the eyes are yeah. the eyes of the face. <laughs> eyes of the face of the body, yes, there we go. I set them off. I'm tired. I just came back from a three-day festival. <laughs> Where? You poor guy. <laughs> poor guy. Um, what was the food situation like? Overpriced? Uh, it was basically just all uh, carnival food, like chicken fingers, hamburger, hot dog. Quite rather disgusting. I'm surprised the grill and mall truck wasn't there. That would have made sense, but mm. they couldn't show up. A succulent Chinese meal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, any any weirdos that you saw? Any, any weird stuff that worth noting? Um, weird stuff. Um, the Thunder Dome that they basically have—it's kind of like a half dome with like a bunch of bars shaped like triangles, so people can like crawl on it and stuff. And inside it, you could like have these bi- giant like padded Q-tips almost, and you had to stand on a beam, and you can like knock each other off. It, it was kind of fun, but 
one of the guys at the top of the dome uh, fell through the top of it because he wanted to climb up too high and uh, he fell down and cracked his head. Oh. Wow. <laughs> is he alive or what? Why are you laughing, I Mario? No the man idea. is hurt. Because <laughs> I don't care if people get hurt. Nice. <laughs> they, they do stupid things, they get hurt. It's their fault. I'm sorry, man. If you're at a metal uh, festival and you're not getting hurt, you're not doing it right. Your son yeah. cracked his head and he's not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I got to get back to driving. I'll see you guys around. Another guy's hanging up on us. Motherfuckers. Mm. Jeez. One. Oh. Oh. Double hang up. <laughs> All right. Number to dial 646-929-1357. That's a seven. That's enough. <laughs> Any more uh, wrestling stories to share? For uh, I feel like the Greg Valentine was the big thing. <laughs> and Snuka. The, the rest of it was very nondescript. Like they all did, you know, basic matches that you could do after learning two weeks of wrestling mm. training. And there was no, like, absolutely, you know, you go to a Ring of Honor show and there's, like, innovative moves basically every single match. Yeah. Sometimes they suck, but, I mean, your odds are you're going to see something interesting and, holy shit, that was great. Like, nothing. Like, no, they didn't use a fucking chair. They didn't do any kind of, like, high fly. The biggest high flying thing would be, like, a double axe handle off the top rope. <laughs> oh my God. Maybe because they were in a school and there's some type of, like, legality. Maybe so, but I think it's just because they suck. Huh. I think they just get shitty wrestlers to do these. And it was, um, I don't know, it was just like a, a wrestling card from top to bottom that you would expect to see in like 1975, I would think. And then it would have actually been worth the $20. Maybe, but $20 was worth a lot more then. Yeah. Also true, yeah. And it still would have been worth it. Those guys in their primes or approaching no, no, no. their primes? I'm saying like they, the... The same, quality of the match. Yeah, oh, they would wow. have never been at that yeah. show when yeah. they were in their primes. Uh, Campion95 asks, how much wrestling training has Darren had? Uh, I had a, a license. I was certified as a professional wrestler. You need a license? Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't know. It's license? really a sham, though. Like You can get a license without doing anything. I didn't, but it's possible to get a license. Does it cost money? Uh, it cost, at that time, like $250, I think. But now, wow. I have no idea. I have no idea. But now, see, when I got my license, I never really did anything with it, but you could um, do shows by just bribing. Like, the Athletic Commission didn't, like, really, wasn't really, uh, it was corrupt. Like, you could just run Mm -hmm. a show with unlicensed wrestlers, and they would, you would just be able to bribe them. So it was pointless to even have a fucking license in the first place. Do you need to read, like, is your license still active now, or would you have to, like, renew it? Oh, not at all. No, no, no. Do you have it still? Somewhere, uh, maybe in a closet somewhere. Oh, I don't should know. bring that out. I'll, I will yeah. cool little artifact. Yeah. <laughs> it's like your certificate. You put that on the wall, like a doctor in a doctor's office. We'll with hang it up diplomas. on my fridge. It's kind of like a fraud, though. Because <laughs> well, she never had really... a certificate and she put it up on her yeah. fridge. You That's put true. your license on yours the is a fraud too. So it's okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, it's like I never really wrestled professionally. Like I did just a little dumb. I had one match, like one match. Did you win? Uh, no, oh. but no, I, I just helped out because they were like, "Hey, we have a fucking like a slot that's open mm-hmm. on this show," and the guy knew me. He said, "Hey, come down and do a match." So I did a match, but I never really like wrestled as a pro wrestler. Do you want? Do you ever feel like you want to get back in there just to even your record? Sure, just for digging. Well, for I wrestled sick? lots of matches. We used to do a oh. public access show, but on right? you know officially. In the public record, I don't give a shit. No, I don't care. It's all you were never listed in the PWI 500. No, PWI 50,000, maybe. How about for the 300th episode, you and Rob? 
cage match. Sure. <laughs> Dog collar match. Hell in a cell. I want to be on Rob's team. I'm a heel. I want to be. Uh, All right, so heels. we'll get Greg Valentine. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> And Nikolai Volkov. How much would that cost? <laughs> like 300 bucks. I mean, we can afford it. Yeah, sure. What let's if, do it. What if the ring is a problem. Do we need a ring? We could do it in my living room. Really? I have a really big mattress. We could do it. <laughs> Just bounce around on do the mattress. Do it on Sid's bed. Rent a bouncy castle. You could wrestle in the bouncy yeah. castle. We have a budget oh, for look. it. A loser leaves metal injection oh. match. <laughs> uh, according to YouTube, Rob's that guy for a long time already. Well, didn't Rob already uh, beat injection? Sean in that match? Well, <laughs> we all did, really, right? It was a four-on-one. What would Rob's finisher be? No, I was sitting up. What would Rob's finisher be? Powerbomb. Powerbomb. Wouldn't you have a funny name for it, though? Powerbomb. bomb. I would call it the follow-up. The rob I like the rob a bomb <laughs> Follow-up could be the choke slam. That choke slam powerbomb combo. <laughs> the last combo. ride, but the follow-up. No, Rob will have a mama rob move. You can have more than one. Mama Rabba would do my run-ins if, if I'm getting yes. beat up. She could be your if manager. I'm getting beat up too hard, yeah. I'm like, you leave my child on my Robert alone. And she Bill, hits with a kill Bill Nido says the cum eater should be your face. Oh, come oh. on. Oh, that'll be like I jizz in their face. I don't know. Did we mention this on the air? Because Super Nintendo Chalmers just said something that we were going to do. Which is Rob and I wrestle as the Russian guys and Nikolai Volkov could manage. No, I don't think we ever mentioned that, but that was something we wanted to do because uh, the show I I was a part of on public access was going to do a reunion show, and we wanted to do that like as the Russian guys have a tag team match with these two other guys and have Nikolai Volkov hire Nikolai Volkov as our uncle, and it actually got as far as I contacted his booking agent, (laughs) and it was like four hundred dollars to book him. Plus travel. He said the bled bomb. Travel from where? Uh, he lives in Baltimore. Oh, that's oh. Awesome. it's not bad at all. What Couldn't he just hitch a ride with him? Jake at some point? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, like limousines. <laughs> that, a- that would have been a pure, just like a pleasure expenditure because we yeah. were never making any money off of doing. Yeah, it. that show wouldn't have made four hundred. But it How fell through. How long ago was all. this discussion? A few years ago, yeah. I don't know. I don't really remember. Maybe that would have been fun. Decrease. Also, I, I, I I've had. Exactly one day of wrestling training. I remember I, will, I was there. I will never again do it. <laughs> well, Rob, you had one day of web design experience, but you developed oh. your own website. <laughs> you've been coasting well, on that shit for ten years now, right? Look, look at what you've I'm done. squinting so hard right now, my eyes aren't even. It's open a compliment. <laughs> Watch me. No, it was so, well. To be You're fair, a I was starter. This was also over ten years ago. This was like fifteen years ago, maybe you know, like twelve, thirteen years ago, and I, I was. I was in no shape. I had like I'd never worked out or anything. And then round is a shape. Then, <laughs> that's true. Well, you weren't fat. And then we were doing we were yeah, but I just I never worked out, so I had right. no cardio training or whatever. And we were doing intense drills. Like it was like do a backfall, stand up, immediately do a backfall, stand up, and then do a, a roll like like a, a somersault, right? Or and a shoulder su- roll, oh. a shoulder roll. But you have to and then land on your feet. Like right. you roll and then st- stand up from the roll. No, what? thank you. I can barely get up with my hand like using my hands to get up it's like a whole process and I remember it was so hard to just climb the stairs to take the train home like that was such a challenge for me that's hard for you anyway (laughs) it was especially hard because my legs were not used to that much activity this wasn't like Cypress Hills Queen this was far she just made sure her boy is okay (laughs) I could not move for like two days after. I was so sore. And it it really made me gain the ultimate respect 
for pro wrestlers. The old time respect. Because I just cannot do it. Like, just falling on your back yeah. hurts well, so much. Wait, That's why you're the top. What's the trick? <laughs> the trick is you're supposed to tuck your head in. Yeah. And not hit your head. And absorb the so, but Yeah, it still so hurts it, the rest of you. The rest of you is still getting hit. And even though your head is tucked in, just from the tuck, I feel like just the, the whiplash. The back, yeah. Yeah, you will still kind of hit your head. Well, with practice, you don't hit your head. That's yeah. That's the point. But, I mean, but that's still, your back is just obliterated. So you just stand and you just kind of fall back? Yeah, and you, kind of, you like spread your arms like wings, sort of. So you like land... Kind of like like this, like you're like I'm. All right, like, wait. Stand up and show me how. I'm not oh. gonna fall. There's no mat it's like over a here. Wood floor here. Oh, I thought that's what you guys fall on, like the no, gym floor. No, in the ring, there was a ring. Oh, okay. He would crash right through. But the, the ring floor. is just a mat, <laughs> and then that's it. A yeah. mat, and then like is the mat padded like in the ring? Well, you were also on like one of those yoga mats at one point. I remember not in a ring. They would- that was that was just the the workout drills we were doing. Oh. We were doing like. Uh, Jumping jacks and whatever, and push ups. And I was just like, ah, ah, <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, why did Rob go to wrestling training? It was a question in the chat because I wanted to be a wrestler. Yeah. Because the Darren, because th- there was that gym, and that gym was also like they would have shows in the gym. It was called the Doghouse. Mm-hmm. And we had the idea at the time to start a, uh, a wrestling federation on yes. public access television, mm-hmm. which would have been called Public Access Wrestling. Which I thought was a fantastic name. P-A-W. We had all everything planned out great except for actually running the shows. Yeah. The we names have, were... For the the logos, logos looked great. We had great yeah. belts we came up with. You great had me belt. on your team. Yeah. Oh, video? yeah, that's right. You came with us that one time. Yeah. So, and then we tried to coerce a bunch of these wrestlers from the gym to They're join. Very, I'm sorry, go ahead. To join our league. And they were all very nice people. And I think where we kind of ran into uh, trouble was we were too honest with them because we were like, oh, your gimmick is terrible. Here's, here's like a good yeah. gimmick. <laughs> oh, and they were just like, fuck you. Uh, something I didn't realize at the time, but I realized looking back, it was just like, who the fuck are these guys who just showed up <laughs> yeah. and how they're telling me how to like behave? They're not paying me any money. I'm not going to. I'm not going to uh, work TMZ with these of indie wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Well, live and learn. Uh, Campion follows up. Great follow up here from Campion. Why didn't Rob take a managerial role instead? Well, I think the idea was you were not going to be like an active roster wrestler, but you were just right. in case you had to go in and take a bump. Yeah. Or something, you know. I, yeah. It was just, I just wanted, wanted to be to a character. Do it. Yeah. Oh, but you're a character. It, it, it was fun for about a, a month or two. And then. Is that how you and Darren met? No. no, no, no. We this met playing softball. We yeah, met. This remember, was we already knew each other. How this did you was guys after meet? the comic show that I met you at. Is it, no, but how did you meet Rob? Oh, Prom. we used to play softball where oh. I played softball. You pick up games and show up and play. Mm. And Thomas, you know, our other friends were Barry were were there. So Barry yeah, we met through that. Show. Oh, and and you guys realized you. We actually met through uh, Brooklyn College Radio because Barry. Like, I never really hung out with Darren when we played softball, but oh. Barry invited him to do our radio show. And you recognized him from the team? Yeah, no, oh. like, I knew who he was, but we never really hung out. Well, we went to Mets games and stuff like that. You, As a part oh, of yeah, a yeah, large yeah. group, we had. Right, yeah, but we never, like, uh, hung out together. But then on the radio show, we both realized we had... Great chemistry. Great chemistry, so... That's right. 
That's how we. And then you friends. both decided to stop hanging out with Barry. <laughs> and just hang then out we realized, oh, we have great chemistry, but Barry's kind of like derailing the chemistry. Oh, <laughs> well, Barry, Barry, you're a wonderful person. Yeah, I know he listened to the podcast. Come on, it's 15 years ago already. But you, you, no, that wasn't it. There was some some argument me and Barry had. Well, we used to do the show with all four of us. So it was me and Rob, and uh, no, who was it? Me and Rob and Barry, and who else? Noah or uh, Noah wasn't part Squiggy? of it then, were you? Um, I was just around. I you was were like, around the, the station, but Ethan Squiggy used to come down. Our friend Squiggy, Sid, sometimes would sit no, but that was, that was way after yeah. that one, Sid. But there was some breach at some point when Rob and Barry yeah. we used to do it. We used to do a four hour show uh-huh. once a week, and then they had a fight, and it became the Barry show, and then the Rob show. For two I blame hours myself. Each. Why? I happen? partly blame myself. How? Well, just because at the radio station I was friends with both of them, and I would goof on both of them, and they would join me at goofing on the other <laughs> one, and I feel that probably created some tension. Like, I'd make like tall, doofy jokes about Rob, and I'd make short, little guy jokes about Barry, and then Rob would join me on the short jokes, and Barry would join me on the tall, doofy jokes. You're a terrible person. Yeah, wow, so I feel same. like I'm still really close friends with both of them, so I I've lost nothing through this. Yeah, I just made it work for you. I have so way good. more of their each of their attentions now. But it became a very awkward situation because I was on both the Barry show and the Rob show, oh. and they were back to back. So I would just stay there. The Barry would leave, and then Rob would come in, and I would do another show. So you were like that chick that wants to sleep with Mario <laughs> yeah, on the radio. You were, yeah, you were in an open relationship with but the both of our But I didn't lie about it at least. That bitch. <laughs> you also probably you know didn't send lying. tit pics to. <laughs> yeah, no, Rob. I guarantee. I don't. I feel so like I. I asked Barry about this when uh, when he showed up to do our show. I, I again do not remember what our fight was about. Like it was oh, so yes, long, I was, I was just wondering. like, we had some sort of fight, but uh, it's Did probably over. One something of you silly. jerk off in a bed next to the other one? <laughs> no, because that, that, was, that wasn't me. <laughs> you guys were fighting over who wore their Jenko jeans better. Do Barry, I don't think wore Jenko. No, he probably did. Did. it was definitely creative. It was about something on the show that Barry wanted to do, and Rob didn't like what? it, and it was whack. Wow, and was that? I I, 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 I don't remember. I, what it was. I have like zero memory bank. I remember like the argument, but I, I think it might have might have been something. Else. I don't know. It was definitely something to do with that. Text Barry asking. <laughs> Barry ate Rob's ice cream, and Rob got mad. Something like that. Uh, Barry had sent him a, a dick pic with a brown ring on it. Oh, <laughs> no, no. Oh, and he stuck his toothbrush Rob, in his ass. Rob just likes them clean dick pics. <laughs> yes, please. Please trim before sending me any dick pics. And wash. Don't pull an ink and dagger, please. No oh. lint on the balls. I think Super Nintendo Chalmers got it right. Barry wanted Rob to stop yelling so much, but Rob is stuck to his guns. I will not stop yelling. And, and look, for look where it got you. Yeah. Uh, we should talk about the Bill Cosby thing before we. Oh God. Get off I think the air. That's that's something we should probably save for when we yeah. have a long yeah. time to I talk agree. about it. That's okay because it's already eight o'clock. We'll save it for the next yeah. time. It's, that's by the tease. way, it's not anything new that came no. out about. Bill Cosby. I didn't. But I it's didn't nice to remind the populace about it every yeah. once in a while. Somebody so. just said, "Hey, remember Bill Cosby." Uh, raped people and yeah. it, it went viral. Trump didn't like rape the, the, women. the re-mentioning of this yeah. went viral recently. Good. That's why. Good. He's a scumbag. Good. Yeah, I had no idea he was a rapist. Well, he's a scumbag apart from being a rapist. Yeah, I don't oh, want to well. go into it now. But yeah, yeah. He, There's he has, so much. It's we could do two hours on this. Yeah, exactly. And, and maybe we will. we will next week. Well, not okay. next week. The following week. The next following week we week. have. Are we giving that away? It's we a have secret. something special. We have a special thing we can tell you about. Um, it. We don't have to say, yeah. 
Yeah, we don't, it might not. It might not happen. So. Yeah, no one knows. <laughs> All right, let's end on, on this uh, very satanic note. A uh, Oklahoma Ten Commandments monument was run over by a Satanist, and he came, oh, and he pissed on the monument too. He ran it over with his car. You got to be thorough, you know. Peed and then said Satan told him to do it. Yeah. Um. Wait, are you sure that was in Oklahoma and not in Mario's hometown after he got drunk? Uh-oh. Because that sounds like something he would have done. <laughs> He's got nothing to be upset about. It's in Oklahoma. And uh, this was the same place where uh, they put up the Ten Commandments. And, and then in the name of religious freedom, they wanted to put up a, a satanic monument. And a as, bunch of other stuff. They wanted bunch to of put other. up a flying spaghetti monster monument. <laughs> you know, yeah. Which I think is great. I think it, there's no way you can stop them from putting up. Yeah, right? if it's religious freedom. Hey, this is, my, this is, this is a religion just as a... Well, no, my, my point, I, I was actually going a different way from mm. that. I, th- I feel like, you know, I think there should be none of that shit, including Agreed. no atheism or whatever. Atheism. Yeah, but it should not just, it should be out of the courthouse. But what I'm saying is you can't stop them from doing it because they're rednecks. So what you have to do is insist on having your thing there, too. And then eventually it'll be great because there'll be like 55 monuments all around. You won't be able to get into the fucking courthouse, which is great. I, I'm all for. It. I think it's hilarious that the guy ran it over. A little uh, disrespectful, but pretty I don't funny. Think it's, I, I don't support that. Come on, it's like, it's just some drunken fucking. But then he off. also said you don't he support to running president. over. Oh, okay. Well, we don't. Yeah. We don't want that. Yeah, you hurt your car that way. Killing it hurts the, the resale value. What if it's a rental? You have insurance still. Somebody's got to fix that. Yeah. Steve Harvey rushed to the scene and fixed the Ten Commandments. Nailed them together. Just with the power of his Christ love <laughs> reassembled. Yeah. Just from focusing in on fact, it. In fact, he spoke in tongues while he was doing it. Actually, the grease in his hair he uses as glue. It's a natural adhesive that just sticks. I don't know why. The broken pieces. These bloggers like Sid be making fun of my hair. <laughs> that ain't right, man. Yeah, that is sort of what he was crying about, right? So I guess I'm part of the problem. Sid, you is part of the problem. I hate you, Sid. Worse than you hate, Cynic. Oh, man. that That's a lot of hate. You better get your ass in this water. <laughs> you better get your ass in this water. He actually pronounces water clearer than I thought. Yeah, water. I, 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 did that, I did that pronunciation wrong. Let's listen again. You better get your ass in this water. But he says get cho ass. Yeah. He takes a pause. He's talking to Margaret Cho. Show ass. She was the one holding the camera. <laughs> That's a lot of ass. <laughs> Put she's that camera down uh, and get that show ass into this water. She's, she's quite hefty. That's a lot of ass to get in the water. She's Zoftig. Rest in peace. She's, she's alive. alive. What? I haven't seen her in a long time. I, I don't know. Have a, have a different show. <laughs> Is the David Cho? That's someone, right? He better That's get someone, his yeah. show ass in that water too. <laughs> Right, I feel like I'm getting electrocuted. <laughs> I picture him tap dancing when he says that. Yeah. I feel like I'm getting electrocuted. Running in circles like Brutus Beefcake. Manager. <laughs> oh my God, my cake isn't done yet. Oh, it's burning. I got to take my cake out the oven. <laughs> Get this cake in the water. Oh, he's like a pre, like the pre, you know, like comedian preacher character. Yeah. You got to get a ride with Jesus. Ha! <laughs> I told you when I what was it when I that I went to, I think Maine we were watching the public access uh-huh. and there was a guy doing that in Maine in Maine on the public access was a preacher 
a black preacher, like with the southern accent and everything. But in between every word, he said, ta, T-A. He said, you got to get right with Jesus, ta. And Jesus is going to come back and take care of this earth, ta. Everything was ta. Interesting. I never get that out of my head now. Well, we should do a whole show where we say ta. Yeah, I was just about to song. say ta. We yeah. got to get out of here, ta. You gotta get your ass in this water. <laughs> we will not have a new episode next week. Yes, we, we won't will. be live, but we'll have something new for you. And it won't be a mixtape. It'll be something very special. Very special. We'll, we'll announce it later in the week after we record it. So make sure to tune back in next week, and then we'll be back live in two weeks. The Metal Injection Livecast. Bye. See you then. <laughs>